Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I have zero energy and zero excitement about an all-star game this year. You know, I, I don't even understand why we're having an all-star game. Um, but it's the agreement that the Players Association and the league came about. Um, you know, short off season for, for myself and my teammates was 71 days. And then coming to the season, um, you know, we were told that we were not having an all-star game. So we had a, a nice little break, um, you know, five days from the 5th through the 10th an opportunity for me to kind of recalibrate for the second half of the season, my teammates as well, some of the guys in the league. And then they, they throw an all-star game on us like this and, and just breaks that all the way up. So pretty much it kind of a slap in the face. Um, and, you know, we're also still dealing with a, with a pandemic. We're still de- dealing with everything that's been going on. And we're going to bring the whole league into one city that's open. You know, obviously um, the pandemic has absolutely nothing to do with it at this point um, when it comes to that weekend. Obviously, you guys can see I'm not very happy about it, but it's out of my hands. I'll, I'll be there if I'm selected, um, but I'll be there physically, but not mentally. All right, back with a very special episode of the Cosby Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone here alongside Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra, and it's special because we have a special guest. Our old friend Kyle Draper's back. Coming, coming to us from another, from a, a, a warmer climate, another <laughs> zone, is Kyle Draper. What's going on, Drapes? How you been? Good, man. Just loving life. Sunny and 65 today. Just oh, been chilling, man. Enjoying that weather, bro. <laughs> Show off. Yeah, I know. What's that? You got a hoodie on? Come on, man. You know, you, know, you got 60 over there, 65 degrees right now? <laughs> Dude. It's chilly, I just had to throw something on just for this, you know. I'm like, are we doing video, audio? So I got to look presentable. I just been chilling all day, though, man. There you go. That's what's up, man. So what you uh, give me your give me your takeaway from from what happened between the Celtics and the Sacramento Kings? You know, obviously you're on the other side of things after seeing. You know, I don't know where you guys are all exactly, but so this uh, 20 games into the regular season, but you got a close look at the Celtics up against the Sacramento Kings, a depleted Celtics team. Mm-hmm. But what, what did you make of what you saw? You know what? A couple of things. I got to give my Sacramento Kings boys some love. Absolutely. You know, Darren Fox and Tyrese Halliburton. Oh, man. Tyrese put on a show last night against your boys. That bad. Um, 
That backcourt series, they, they got a bright future. Yeah, they got a bright future. But to me, the Celtics look tired, right? They, they look fatigued a little bit, I thought. You know, uh, what was Tatum from three? Like, you know, one of ten or something crazy like that. I think it was and, like four and, eight, and, something like that, yeah. Yeah, he, he struggled from three. But here's the thing. You mentioned depleted. No Marcus Smart. No Kemba. I mean, you got Traymond out there getting 20 minutes. You know, you got Jeff T getting 20 minutes. I mean, and so I just thought the Celtics were shorthanded and were tired as well. You know, it, it was a game without much flow into it. You know, I, I thought, you know, Jalen Brown early on missed a bunch of bunnies. I mean, remember that one? He got right up to the rim and then missed it. And so, you know, if you're a Celtics fan, I know how we do out there in Boston. Y'all hitting the panic button. You want Danny fired. Y'all want Brad Stevens fired. You know? <laughs> But calm down, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Part, it's not exaggerating, guys. No, I, I know. I know. People are calling Brad Stevens to get fired after 20 games, guys. It's crazy. 20 games and like one half of having their whole team healthy. Right, right, right. 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 <laughs> the, the you know what? There, trust me, I'm in Sacramento. There are a lot of teams that would love to have the success the Celtics have had in recent years. Yep. Three out of four conference final trips. Come on, man. I, I, I was telling somebody earlier, I need a good three to four weeks of this Celtics team with a full roster before I really can judge and gauge how far they're going to go. Yeah, I think I think the biggest thing that, gets, that has everyone shook here is the East. It's just the improvement of the East, right? There's been this like undertone of like, you can't keep making it to Eastern Conference Finals. That's not good enough. And then now it's, okay, Harden's here. Uh, Drew's on on the Bucks. The Sixers look like a team that can't be beat. I know you love that guy. Yeah, I know. Yeah, Kyle. Uh, hey, my boy Doc Rivers getting it done out there, there man. Yeah. That, that's what I like to see. Yeah. I don't know if it's so much Doc. I think it's actually they have shooters now All around. Right, come the- on, come on, man. Uh, it's Doc, bro. Come on. Yo, you remember y'all two got into it last season? Don't, for don't real, yeah, for real, man. Y'all have some crazy yeah. love hate relationship with the organization. Hey, when I look at the Sixers. That's the team they needed last year. They had those two shooters with Green and uh, and Seth. Even That's though Seth, Seth, Seth hurt, yeah, yeah, he can't hit uh, the ocean from the shore right now. But uh, that team, that team is good. But I think that's why the panic's happening here in Boston. Eastern Conference better. So knowing, uh, let's go on paper, Drapes. Go on paper. Full health. Where do you see the rack and stack of the top teams in the Eastern Conference, including the Boston Celtics? Brooklyn. Yep. Full health. And everybody playing their best. Yeah, I'm gonna go to Celtics number two. Wow, that's no because I, I, I honestly think Kemba Walker really is the fact. Yeah. Like, yeah. are we going to see Lakers Kemba? You know, that, that was one for twelve and struggle. Or are we going to see a former All Star Kemba? You know, and so you know, I, I think the Sixers are right there as well. I mean, the Sixers beat the Celtics twice, but the Celtics didn't have everybody. You know, so they were a little shorthanded. I think those are the three teams to beat. I'm not putting Milwaukee in that category. I think Milwaukee, even though I love their moves they made, I just, it's not working. Maybe they need a new head coach out there in Milwaukee or something. But uh, to me, Brooklyn, though, is clearly the best team. And, you know, the scary thing about Brooklyn, they're going to add some pieces. They got some roster space where they can add a veteran, you know, it'll be like the Clippers or the Lakers where all these veterans just want to run and join KD and Kyrie and, 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 and Harden. And so the Celtics are right there, though. The Celtics are two or three, I think, in the East. 
Yeah, I would agree with those rankings. I would. I, the the scary part is is that if Brooklyn decides to defend at all, then we have a problem. Like then we have a problem. Right. You, can't, you can't go up against Cleveland and lose three, two straight games and have them put up 145 a night on you. Yes, you can. Because if you're the Celtics, you can't lose by 30 to the New York Knicks. Yeah. I mean, you know, if, you, if we're going to play that game, right, if, if you can't lose by 30 to the Knicks. I mean, I mean, D'Antoni is part of that coaching staff last time I checked, right? Right. If the Clippers can't lose by 51 to Dallas, I mean, actually, you can, man. But wait, wait. wait. To be a real championship contender, you can't be – the best offensive team, and then the dead last defensive team. Like, you have to, if you're going to go in the playoffs and just be like, we're going to let anyone score on us at any point, and we're just going to try to outscore them, we saw that in 06 and 07 with the Suns. Yeah. And, 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 and and like the last eight years with the, with the Rockets, I know. And what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but as you guys know, great players know when to turn it on. If yeah. I'm correct, didn't they hold the Clippers? Clippers ain't score 130. Clippers didn't score 140. That was a low-scoring game. And so I think when it comes down to it, and mind you, I said they're going to add some veterans, too. Let's yeah. not forget. I, I think they're going to add some people. I, I think they're going to add some perimeter defensive help. And, and I agree, you can't give up 140 at night. But, you know, once the playoffs come in, yeah. stuff slows down. And the thing about Brooklyn they have three unguardable players. Think about that. Dude. Yeah. Like, true. Like, Kyrie could go for fifty. Durant can go for fifty. Harden could. Go, like, that is insane. We've never seen that before. Three guys in their prime, this lethal offensively. Yeah. You, know, like you mentioned uh, you mentioned the playoffs, and obviously, what happened with the Celtics and the Miami Heat, it, it obviously came down to what was going on down low, right? The bigs, and that's a, that's been a talking point for Celtics fans all season long. Now, twenty games in. It's obviously still a talking point because you know, Southern's been giving up these huge leads in the, in the second halves. We saw what happened against the Kings, 11-point uh, lead that they gave away in that second half. And everyone's talking about the bigs. No, the Southern's do they need to go get out and, and get a big. Can this team truly compete against uh, the Milwaukee Bucks or the, or the Miami Heat, you know, Bam Adebayo and, and, and Giannis Antetokounmpo if they don't have uh, another big in, in the middle? What do you think about that, Kyle? Do the Southern's need to add another big in there? Do they need to shake things up a bit or do you think between Tice, Robert Williams and, and you know the and, and Tristan Thompson that Tristan they can Thompson. take things up between now and the end of the season? That's a good question because I like Tristan Thompson. He played well last night, I thought, against the Kings. But even he admits he hasn't been playing that well uh in a Celtics uniform. And so I think what you may see Tristan Thompson's gonna be the guy down the stretch. Yeah. When you're playing the Miamis, the uh, Milwaukee's of the world, yeah. because Tice just can't defend those guys. But then you throw Tristan Thompson out there, and then that he's not a shooter. So then your spacing isn't that great for Tatum and Brown, you know? And so, but there's nobody out there for them to go get. I mean, think about it. Exactly. Are you giving up on Tice? Tristan Thompson, Robert Williams. These are three key members of your squad. And now you're going to bring in a fourth big man? I yeah. think this is what they, they're going to go with this season. And, you know, fortunately, Miami's struggling a little bit right now, so you don't have to face Bam, but you have to face Embiid. And Embiid's yeah. going to give you all the business no matter what. So, you, yeah, in a, in a perfect world, they would upgrade that position. I just don't see it happening, man. Yeah, I also don't think it might not be the worst thing in the world. Like, I don't think 
Robert Williams and Daniel Tice, you know, in, in spurts and in, in, in important parts of the game, I don't think it's the worst thing if those two can find some continuity together and, and find momentum down the stretch of the season and come up with some stuff. I think for the most part, Robert Williams is obviously, you know, there's a leash on him, right? He's not going to play over 20 minutes, at least not right now. But as the season progresses, I, I still have hope that, that those two can come together and, and be a force down low. Whereas right. Tristan, Thompson, Tristan Thompson can be the muscle, but those two can be more of the athleticism side of the Celtics necessarily. Yeah, yeah, but, you know, and here's the problem with fans. You want all-stars at all five positions. You, know? <laughs> you, you, can't, be, you can't be loaded at every position, you know. You, you look at a team like the Lakers, even they got Mark Gasol, and let's be honest, we saw, come on, man, we saw the Celtics crush Mark Gasol, you know. Yeah, yeah. Anymore. Yeah, he can't do it anymore. And so I just think you need those guys to give you good minutes. I don't think you need one guy to give you 30 minutes. Right. But like you're saying, Josway, if Tice can get you 15 and 16, if Robert Williams can give you 15, Tristan Thompson, you know, just, just piece it all together, you know, and, 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 and don't just get run over. I mean, I think you'll be okay. You know, you don't need all stars at all five positions. No, correct, correction. All Celtics fans want all stars at all at all five right. positions. Celtics <laughs> <laughs> no what, what was the one I heard? Uh, why don't they just use the trade exception on Gobert? You know, why don't they just go get Gobert? Really? <laughs> of course, it's that easy, yeah, right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you know that extension comes with them too, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and what draft picks do you have to give up? For real, yeah. You know. And the covers are bare, fellas. No yeah. more, that, that's, no more, no more Brooklyn picks. No more Sacramento picks. Yeah, it's not your own. Yeah. The the one thing though, just really quick, I think that the, what the big thing is about Brad just not wanting to play Robert Williams consistently big minutes. See, I was gonna, I was gonna say that Brad needs to figure out like a combination that works in terms of like splitting up minutes because I right. just, I just don't understand why uh, Trishan Thompson didn't play. Pretty much the whole fourth quarter until the final seconds of that game when he was he was he was doing his thing, yeah, against oh, Sacramento. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I was looking down at that, and Tristan Thompson was on the bench for a long time. Tice was in the game, and then late he brought Tristan Thompson back. I didn't think the Kings had any answer. Like Tristan Thompson was abusing Marvin Bagley in that he first was. half. I thought, yeah. and so you know that's the thing about Brad. It, it, you know, and, and the criticism I've seen his rotations, right? You know. Uh, and I'll give him a pass by saying this. He hasn't had everybody together yet, and so he's still trying to figure it out. You know, I feel like it always takes him two to three months to figure it out. But you're right. At some point, Robert Williams has to, you know, the leash got to be taken off. Let's see, you know, give him a good week where he's just the guy. Let's just see, you know. And, And I bet you, knowing Rob like I do just from watching, He's a guy. If the coach instills confidence in him, right, he'll be he'll he'll show up. If you show that you believe in him on the floor, man, good things will happen. So you know, it, I always maintain that if I'm a coach, I, I, mean, I don't want to sacrifice games, but if I can build up a player so that he can help me when it matters the most, sure. I'll take three or four games to do that. You know what I mean? Mm. If if Robert Williams can beat a guy. I'm starting him three or four games. Let's just see, just to build him up to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. The thing with the thing with Williams, I feel like he just has bad luck. Like you know, he he's still coming back from COVID uh, last year and the year before that. It feels like it's either one injury or another with right, him. So right. every time he starts to kind of get going, 
it's a setback for him. Something stops him, yeah. Yeah, I mean that, and I do think that Tice is Brad's guy. Like Tice is yeah. guy. Like I just, I think that he knows what he can get from Tice. He knows what what that is. When like, like the fact that Tice played the whole fourth quarter. Why do you think that happened? Tice is the guy he trusts. He knows defensively right. he's going to be in rotation. Yeah. He's, he's going to get some fouls. He can shoot the three though if it comes out to him. So. Yeah. A- and he did hit a three late in that game yesterday. Yeah. And if I, but and here's the thing about Tice. Uh, you mentioned it. Brad trusts him. You know, yeah. Tice may not be the best defender, but he won't be out of position. Exactly. You know what I mean? He won't be too late on rotations. Like, he'll know where to be. And we've seen Rob at times, you know, have his defensive lapses, you know, where he forgets where to be or something like that. He's late. Tice, that won't happen to. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, step late and get that foul called on him every single freaking right. day. <laughs> gonna be there, but yeah, I, I see, I see that. I like that's the my, my my observation about the Bigs is like, yeah, we have Tristan Thompson, we have Robert Williams, but they haven't earned Brad's trust yet. That and that could be more on Brad than it is on Thompson and Rob, but it's the way it is, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, as I asked my last one for Kyle, though, um, you know, you you mentioned. I mentioned the, the, the TPE that uh, all Celtics fans are drooling over. You know, uh, before you know it, the trade deadline will be right around the corner and everyone's going to be picking their, their favorites. Uh, the Sacramento Kings have a couple of uh, interesting options. Right? And I know I'm not the first they got a couple bring, players. Yeah. I'm not the first one to bring this up to you, uh, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, what's a realistic option you think for, for a team like the Celtics? What are some of the players you think could be available <laughs> within the next month or so? Uh, I know the Kings are a 500 team right now, or at least around yeah. it. So it's kind of hard to gauge exactly what direction they'll be in in a month or so. But right. realistically, though, who, who are a couple of options you think? If, if that well, uh, I, I mean, when you look at the Kings roster and the fact that they're playing well now, to me, means Monty McNair, the GM, won't make any big major trades. Now, if you're talking at the trade deadline, and there's eight games out of it, out of a playoff spot. Maybe you look at a guy like Harrison Barnes, who has a couple years left on his contract, uh, who's averaging, what is it, 17 points per game. I think he's been in perfectly. Yes. With Brad's system coming off the bench, you know, uh, that, you know, another wing scorer. So that Tatum and Brown don't have to do it every single night. Everybody talks about Buddy Heald. <sighs> Buddy's a shooter, man. No doubt. But, but Buddy, I, I don't know, man. I, I just, you know, he has, years left on his contract. And so, you know, I, I don't think I, I don't think he fits in well with Boston. If you're Danny Ainge, are you making that kind of trade for, you know, a guy, you know, that that can shoot but has defensive questions too, you know? Oh. Um and so, but honestly, if the Kings remain in it, I don't think they trade any of those pieces. I just, you know, think about it, man. If you're De'Aaron Fox, you sign this big deal, you know, your team is playing well, you're sniffing the playoffs for the first yeah. time, mm-hmm. and then you go away and, and trade Harrison Barnes away. Yeah, like what kind of signal is that? And right. so I know there are a lot of people that say, "Yeah, Monty McNair will trade Barnes." You know, now if you give him two first round picks or something crazy like that, but what are you really going to give up for Harrison Barnes? You know, maybe a late first rounder, something like that, and a young player, a Neesmith or something like that. You know. I don't know if that does it for Monty McNair. If Monty McNair is going to blow it up, it's going to be have to be damn well worth it, especially while the Kings are in playoff contention. So do you think that Harrison Barnes is a 
is he has he grown into like this like a leader type guy on this team? Is he like a veteran presence? Because you know, I almost think it's like it, it, he reminds me a lot of Rudy Gay, and how Rudy Gay was always traded because he's like, yeah, you we like you. But you really don't fit like the leader position. You don't really fit the veteran position. But you could score and you could play. So mm. I feel like he's like. So he'll just stay in the city for a couple of seasons and then. Right. No. No. You yeah. know what? Harrison Barnes, surprising to me, yeah, is a leader. Believe it or not, when yeah. they were struggling earlier this season, yeah, he was the guy that called the locker room meeting. He was the guy that spoke up. And the thing I love about Harrison, man, he's the first guy on the Zoom calls after every game, like. You know, he, he's front and center. Win, lose, or draw, he's going to be there. And so that's why I don't think Monty McNair is going to move him unless you give him, a, you know, some great package because he's sort of the leader, you know. Like, he's a stable veteran. And if you're De'Aaron Fox and you trade, I don't think it's, Fox would be pissed off if they <laughs> traded Harrison Barnes. So, yeah. No, but he, he would be perfect for the Celtics, though, man. You know, a guy that works hard. Doesn't complain about shots, plays defense, can shoot the three, can can score buckets. I mean, he would be perfect for the Celtics coming off the bench. But okay, so I'll 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 go to the guy that I really want is Buddy Heal because I think his contract's more favorable and there has been reports and these were reports last year. I haven't heard them this year, right? But last year he was unhappy with his playing time. Right. So has that carried over to this year? Do you feel like Okay, so if, if if De'Aaron Fox is the guy they're trying to make happy, which makes perfect sense, you got the backcourt of Halliburton and De'Aaron Fox going forward. Does Buddy Field have a spot on that team, or is he the most tradable? Forget about Harrison Barnes. Yeah, but Halliburton comes off the bench, though. Halliburton right now comes off the bench, but there's been some people yeah. that, that say Halliburton should be starting. Yeah, he's going to start. Know? Field is starting is because he made such a stink last year about not starting. Right, right, that exactly, and and but I will say if Buddy Hill keeps knocking down threes, he'll keep starting, you know. Sure. But if Buddy's not making threes, you know, what good is he out there, you know? And so he's been a good soldier, but I agree if he gets moved back to the bench, you know, will he be happy about that? I don't know, but you know, I, I, the thing is, what are you giving up? Like, if you're Monty McNair, what can you get for Buddy Hill? If you're the Celtics, tell me, you guys, tell me a package. Throw, throw a package out there. Yeah, I, I want to hear what you're offering for Buddy Hill. And don't I mean, tell me, don't best, start with those second round picks the best or nothing like do, that. The best you could realistically do is, is you start the conversation with Marcus Smart, right? I mean, some Celtics fans don't want to hear that. Wow. Let's, let's face it, for someone like Buddy Hills, I mean, you're either going smart or you're going extra young with Neesmith, and that's not going to do it for you, you know? Right, that's, that, that's the thing. That's not going to do it. And know? listen, like, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just being real. That's not what I want to happen. Like, I don't right. think that. That's the Celtics. Lang- Langford? No? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. It, it, but that's the problem, There's right, no guys? Between. There's no The right. Celtics don't have the assets anymore to right. go out there and make, you know, they got first their first round pick, but what's that going to be? 25, 26? That's not, you know, super uh, in, in, enticing, you know? Right. And so I think that's one of the issues. And, and not only that, other teams have better assets. You know what I mean? So if, it, if a team wanted, like, let's say Brooklyn, you know, offered up something. Brooklyn could offer up, you know, a veteran or something. You know, a, a, they, got you know. No, they got no first round picks. Yeah, they don't have picks. But if Dinwiddie was healthy, I'd rather have Dinwiddie yeah. than anybody the uh, Celtics could offer. You know, yeah. and so I'm, I'm just throwing teams out there. You know, like if you're if you're you know 
Orlando, and you need a shooter. Orlando got tons of players. Washington they got players. Yeah, yeah they want to buddy, yeah. yeah. I, I just don't think the Celtics have the pieces to make a, a, a major move that would really, you know, move the needle for them. But would Robert Williams tickle the Sacramento fancy of uh, <laughs> of of having a big guy that? Yo, could... Sean, Sean's out here talking to guys. Yeah, like, yeah, like like, like pulling the trays. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna go there with Kyle right now. Like, like, help me, Kyle. Help me. You mean Robert you... Williams is a nice player, but come on, man. That's not yeah. gonna happen. Come uh, on, bro. Hold on. You mean you mean the trade packages don't go I'm... through you first before before yeah, it hits the king's the king's. Uh... <laughs> it's not about the picks. Ain't got no picks. Yeah. You give him the pick. You give him two first round picks, and you give him Robert Williams, and you give him. Uh, oh, if you said two first rounders, now now you're talking, big fella. Two Bella. first now you... Robert Williams, and then. But you... would you really do that for Buddy Hill? Eddie H wouldn't do that. You yeah. would. I yeah, know yeah, that. He would. You would. My man, my man, my man's been obsessed with Buddy Hill for his whole life, probably. Right. Right. <laughs> I wanted so I wanted Buddy Hill over Jalen Brown, and I stuck to that for about two years until you know until you realized. <laughs> To- uh, he stuck. He stuck to that until about like the beginning of the season. Yeah, <laughs> beginning of this season. And I'm not gonna lie, Kyle. I thought you. I, I didn't think you'd be this uh, pessimistic with the, about the Celtics, man. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't. What do you do? Do you think <laughs> I'm a green team or something, big fella? I tell it like it is, man. I, I keep I, it real, man. Yeah, so I was I, expecting this to be even more so. You know, now that you're you know out in Sacramento, I love it. I like it. <laughs> no, it's, hey, man. I, I just wish they had the assets. Like, but think about it. You thought Jeff Teague would be an answer for them. Yeah. He hasn't played well. Tristan Thompson, you know, has been up and down. And so the all-season moves, you know, and it's still early, but they haven't panned out the way you want it. Think about it. Yeah. Nobody thought Peyton Pritchard would be the most valuable player for them coming off the bench, right? Like, he's yeah. a dude, you know, and That's so you thing. get him. Yeah, you know, I was just on, I was on uh, a sports hub last weekend and I was telling them, I'm like, man, I, I never thought that at this point of the season, I'm like, man, this team needs Pritchard and I want to <laughs> see more Neesmith. And I'm saying that over Teague and Tristan Thompson, man. Like, right, right. Oh, bring so, in the yeah. other fellas. So that's yeah. the question, though. Let, let me ask you guys a question. How come we didn't see Neesmith in that game against the Sacramento right? Kings? Right, right. Uh, Neesmith can't play. That's my decision. I, I've decided. Dude, I mean. You down three backward players. You down. Three backward players, and Carson Edwards got more time than Neesmith. Oh, that's, that's tough love, right, Kyle? That's tough love. That's either Neesmith's not ready, or Brad's like, no, I don't think you're ready yet. Yeah, no, yeah, right. yeah, right. Right. Those two things. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough here. The, the Celtics fans this year, in particular, because of this this uh, this TPE, they just think that any team is gonna be like, yeah, sure, yeah, give that, give that, give right. that to us. You know, that's. <laughs> It's all good. Yeah, we give that. We we'll help right, you out. Right. Which which player do you want? You want two players? Yeah, give us the TPE. Yeah, yeah we're good. But, but let's talk about this though. That is a good. That is a good thing for teams that may have oversigned players because then cap space opens up for those teams. So, but not know, this we, early. Not this early in the season though. Well, yeah, yeah. It's still, it's still. But and you, you also have to be one of those teams that can attract free agents. Let's you know, you got all this cap space and nobody wants to come. You know, I would look at a guy like Terrence Ross down there in Orlando, maybe. Yeah, man. that's the name I thought You of. know, this guy scored 50 points in a game before he could shoot the three. He's streaky, I know that, but... When he's on, he's on, though. Yeah. When he's on, he's on. And I think that's what they need. They need rotation guys that can come off the bench and make a difference. Yeah, I'd love you know? I'd love I mean, Terrence Ross is basically like a the poor man's Buddy Hill, so we'll take <laughs> <you know? laughs> 
<laughs> you haven't, if you haven't noticed, Kyle, this my man right here, my man Sean loves shooters. That's his, that's his thing. That's his thing. But I will say, the JJ Reddick stuff, I don't know if I'm about it. I don't know. If yeah, I'm shocked you're not about that. I'm so surprised you don't want. Yeah, that. why? How come you ain't about JJ Reddick? Come well, on, man. I mean, I just like he's old as hell. And that, but we're not talking about three or four years. We talk. Are we we try to win a championship right now, big fella. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean that that uh, may, Brad Stevens system too. Can you imagine Brad drawing up stuff to get off? So I I hear you, and I'm I, I I could be sold on it, but I think we could get something better than JJ Reddick. I think people are hearing that, All right. and and I'm worried that it's just like okay, just get JJ Reddick. Yeah, like, but I mean but, you you can have you can get him without using the TPE. Like you can finagle something, uh, offer something to the to the Pelicans because he's not really even being. Used as he has been like his whole career, yeah. yeah. He's on the bench. Yeah, he's, he's scoring like seven points a game. He's, I, I mean, you you would think that he was uh, Stan Van Gundy's guy because they they were together in Orlando, but for whatever reason, he's just not clicking. Is with he everyone else? A cast? Say that again. But checked out. I don't know, man. He say all about that podcast life. Is he more? <laughs> it, maybe he's more podcaster than in the gym. You know, you never know. <laughs> when Kyle Gorber went to uh, Milwaukee, and then we thought that was a game changer, and then what happened? Didn't do nothing. So yeah, just say, it. don't waste the TPE on a forty-five-year-old shooter. But you don't. But you don't have to. But you don't. You're not using the TPE on him, though. You're not. You're not going to do that. Danny's not that. Danny wouldn't do that. Yeah. All right, Drake. Yo, we always appreciate you checking in. All right, fellas. Yo, oh man, Kyle Draper. Yeah. Check him out on Twitter at Kyle Draper TV. If you don't follow him already. I'm sure you do. But yeah. check him out. Uh, yeah, man. It's always always fun talking talking NBA with you, Kyle. But how's uh how's I was checking in with your old friends, you know, on the, the pregame show. I saw they, uh, they had the <laughs> blow-up picture on the set. I was like, man, Kyle's getting the crazy. He deserves dude, it. Dude, they, they, they told me the ratings were down, so they wanted to, you know, have me on. You know, I, I believe you. I believe you. So, I was like, I'll sprinkle a little drapes on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was cool, right. man. We, All over Twitter, man. We believe you. We believe you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, I was good seeing them, man. It was my peeps, for sure. No doubt. How, how's, the, how's the Sacramento Kings fans compared to the Celtics fans in terms of, like, You've been you've been seeing while, while, when you're on these broadcasts compared to Celtics fans live and die with every game. Like they win a game and then they go win a championship. <laughs> they lose a game, then let's fire Brad and Danny. It's like, dude, Celtics fans be on a crazy roller coaster, man. One these extreme. Fans are a little more level, level, level even healed, man. You know? They on that Pacific Ocean vibe. Over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you lose a game, all right. Okay. More, more, moral victories, moral victories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take it easy. Ease up. All right, Kyle. We appreciate you, man. All right, boys. Talk be safe, you. man. Good stuff, Kyle. All right, fellas. Be easy, Kyle. Take care. This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. The Super Bowl is here, and you can get in on the action because of BetOnline. Tampa Bay, the first team in history to play for the title on their home field. Is currently a three and a half point underdog against Kansas City. Now, Kansas City, of course, looking to make it back to back titles for the first time in almost two decades. It's the GOAT against the next in line. Bet Online has hundreds of props on this game, as you can imagine, including game MVP, margin of victory, and even the length of the national anthem. That's right. You can win big money on random things, right? It's Super Bowl we're talking about here, right? Super Bowl weekend. And Bet Online has got you covered. Always available. Online or on your mobile device, visit Bet Online today. 
Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, so the Celtics West Coast road trip continues, of course. Five-game road trip. And, uh, Sean, that's all you, man. It's all you. What, what we got? What we got up next? Let's, uh, let's, let's, let's look ahead. All right, I'm I'm so prepared for this that it's not even fucking funny. But I'm gonna say this: Drapes, man, one of the all-time Causeway Street guests, right there. Hell yeah, Causeway Street favorite. Hell yeah, he's up there for sure. I'm a big fan of the Drapes kid. I was upset. I ain't gonna lie. When I heard that he was going out to California, I was like, fuck. I I kind of miss the uh, the the scowl and, and, and Drapes back and forth the banter, you know. I miss having, you know, a professional at the desk, you know? You mean you, you don't like Scal being mean to females? Like misogynistic yeah. to females? Uh, no? <laughs> That's not I, your thing? I kind of feel that, right? I feel like Scal cuts a little too deep sometimes. I want to tweet one day, but like, yo, is this how you talk Take to women, bro? I think we've talked about this one episode at length, and it my opinion hasn't changed about Scal. I think he's the, the Abby Chin, Scal, Chris Forsberg booth. With Kendrick Perkins coming in from once in a while, it's yeah. the worst from his, from his game show of all time. You should still call it. I should have, I should have, <laughs> but you know what? You would have laughed it off. You wouldn't. You wouldn't have gone down that road. All right, here we go. No, that I'm looking The devil one keeps looking behind me. <laughs> Everyone seems to that we're gonna look forward, but everyone knows that we're gonna look behind us too. But everybody is looking ahead. Hey, hey. <laughs> looking ahead Chris Cornell Litter Skinner thing you got going on that was like that was like gospel-y <laughs> like it picked yeah, up yeah within the transition to like a Litter Skinner like Freebird finale Yo, it's, yeah, it sounded like if there, was, if there was guitars playing they would be flaring Yo, it sounded like a, a, a <laughs> sounded like a down south you know no, like, no, no, no. start of a a sermon or some shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was very sermony. It was. Yeah, when the when the when the organist keeps playing, yeah, like, yeah, it's too. You know, after that song they killed, then all of a sudden, like the <laughs> choir just comes out of nowhere. Look in the head. <laughs> <laughs> right. Some lady, some lady stands up. We gotta look at Ezra. Yeah, look at never look back. Always ahead. Everyone keeps looking behind us. Yeah. Then they pull out. Then they pull out the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> look in the head. <laughs> Hey, look at <laughs> the money play makes him one more swing around. I know. Right? <laughs> Yo, the money play collection basket. There's definitely swinging it back around for round two when I oh, go. Oh yeah, everyone's happy. Yeah, you guys, you got one more, one more loop. Uh, throw them twenties in there. That thing one more time, one more time, real quick. One, one, one last time. Just comes back with less money to like, yeah, we we out. <laughs> <laughs> I gave I gave a dollar the first time. I'm taking three dollars back this time. <laughs> You know, everyone's looking forward and they're like, yo, we need that money back. 
It's like God would want this to happen. I can't look ahead if you're broke now, can we? <laughs> yeah. We have to look at the present day bills. All right. Celtics Clippers kid. Uh, 10 p.m. I don't like these starts, but it's Friday night, so I'll probably stay out for it. I struggled through the Warriors game, but uh, Kings game had no fucking chance. Back-to-back 10 p.m. starts. What the fuck is that? What are they trying to do to Boston, you know? Uh, But Celtics Clippers, that's a big game. That's a big game in L.A. Yeah, Clippers coming off a loss against uh, Nets. So, yeah, that's... They're coming, they're coming from the East Coast, though. That's yeah, that's true. That's true. Help the Celtics out. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Yeah, so the, the Clippers Clippers were on a little East Coast swing, and then the Celtics have been on a West Coast swing. So, yeah, it could help the Celtics out. Yeah. It's weird because both of the L.A. teams were on an East Coast swing. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, <laughs> that I don't know. It's just like, yo, will you, you try to help out the L.A. teams here? Like, why, why can't they just be on different time zones? Like, you know, separately. <laughs> Went together. Yeah, like, why are they going together? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, Celtics Clippers, that's a big game. Um, then, big Super Bowl Sunday matinee. I love when the Celtics play on Super Bowl Sunday. I feel like it always works Just out like well. Every year, bro. There's the number one Super Bowl Sunday game of all time. Paul Pierce back at the Garden, baby. Oh, man. That was the Patriots-Atlanta Falcons Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. I was speeding back to get home. I missed the first quarter. And uh, oh, no, wait, that was Pierce's last game, right? At the Garden. In the Garden. Okay. Yeah, that was that was that was a big day. That was a big day. And um, last Super Bowl that the Celtics ever won, I mean the Patriots ever won. Excuse me. Uh, I didn't realize the Celtics won the Super Bowl, but okay. Was the Al Horford tipping against Portland? Oh, that was a good game. That was a good In game. That uh, went down to the wire. Yep, it was down to the wire in Portland. So hopefully the Celtics have the same. You know, luck on Super Bowl Sunday, even though the Patriots decided to suck this year. Mm. <laughs> Big time. But Tom Brady seems to be, you know, doing whatever he wants to fucking do. Still keeping keeping on, huh? By the way, <laughs> by the way, I, I have a major problem. I have a major problem with the way that people are reporting out of Tampa Bay right now that it seems like it's a it's a optional mask zone. And that everyone just goes to bars and hangs out and fucking has a real life? It's bullshit. Hey, no hey, one else hey, in the fucking hey, country is... Hey, 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 Newsflash. All of Florida's been doing this for like a year now. Why does that surprise you? It just pisses me off, Joel. All right, all right. That I understand. Moving on. Then we got the jazz on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit upset, man. I can't believe... I couldn't... Yo, will the Jazz still have the best record in the NBA by that time, though? Hold on. Yes. Can you imagine going to a beach bar right now and just having fun? Yeah, I can't imagine that, but it's not happening. So here it goes. Imagine it. Here it goes. Yeah, actually, a year. Actually, yeah, almost to the day a year ago, we were at a beach drinking. So yeah, I can imagine. We, it. Were, we were. We weren't drinking. We were getting fucked up. Well, yeah. And I, was, to, I was trying to clean it up, but yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a beach. It was fucking paradise. Yeah. All inclusive for the win. Paradise. So Clippers, Suns, Jazz, those are three hard teams coming off a of King's loss. Um, and then Celtics do go back home on Thursday to play the Raptors. So we got Clippers, Suns, Jazz, Raptors 
uh, three away, one home, and a lot of COVID. <laughs> Running rampant. Especially in Phoenix. Fucking. Yeah, those motherfuckers, speaking of which, and fuck Tim for, like, you know, laughing at this. They're going to become the 10th team, the Suns, to allow fans in the fucking, in, in, in their stadium, in their, their arena. Yeah. So and it's the same day as when they play the Celtics. Yo, can we, can we bring Tim to a game final now? They're the 10th team that know, said. Right? Let Tim, go, go, go ahead. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll buy you, we'll buy your plane ticket. Yeah. We'll call, it would be a causeway, like, you know, we'll make, make a wish thing for him. You know? <laughs> no, they're You're finally, the- finally taking the Suns home game. A resident Suns fan can finally go to a Suns game in Phoenix. I'm pretty Tim sure, would I'm pretty sure there will be tears. I think he'll cry. Tim would definitely get COVID and die in Phoenix. It oh. would have been back. <laughs> Yo, why you got to make it so dark? Seriously. <laughs> what? No, no. It so- Yo, it's not, it's not so dark. It's not so dark. The that's problem fucking, is, is that's that just... it is so fucking dark. Yo. Is that, that, that Phoenix decided they're going to be the 10th person in line yeah. to kill people I just to watch you. a basketball game. Yo, so... Everyone being mad at us for taking Tim to Phoenix. Yo, so he so goes, come on, man. Why, why, why did you cross that line? This is, it's like, this is Sean Tucci we're talking about. Tim just had a baby. He's like, yo, why did you get it like a little bit dark? Yo, that's not, that's not even, that's not even a little bit dark. That's just, that's just pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pissed. I'm, I'm Joel. I'm, pissed. I'm fucking pissed. I'm fucking. Pissed. Any other team? Any other team? I don't give a shit. But why you got to do it the same day you're playing the Celtics? Like on uh, Super Bowl Sunday? Like yeah. no, no one from Phoenix is playing in the Super Bowl. Like the, the Super Bowl's not being held in Phoenix. Like why are you doing this? And you know what? You know what though? My biggest problem is that why is the NBA allowing this? Like why is the NBA allowing fans at the games? Because it's a bunch of bullshit. Though that NBA money is not that that money is not going to the NBA. That's going to the fucking greedy ass teams who just want to kill people to come to their games. Like I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, Joel. Like, this game I'm, is to die for. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Goosebumps books that's gonna be written about this fucking game. That's gonna be the NBA. It's gonna be the NBA's new logo. The game is to die for. It's gonna be their new slogan. The NBA. I- uh, how's that going to do, man? The game to die for. All right, we got Clippers, Suns, Jazz, Raptors. What do we got, Joel? Just, just back out of COVID mode. Um, I think they went out the rest of the the, the West Coast trip. So three straight wins, and they lose against Toronto because of that 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 trip is a bitch. Going Green. coast to coast, and then trying to readjust the fucking time difference. All right, so what you got? I'll go two and two. I think um, Utah, I don't know. Yeah, I think they, see, I feel like Toronto could top the Celtics at home for some reason. I, I just think they're going to have something to prove and sort of make some noise. And something's going to be a tough spot coming back from the road trip. And uh, we don't know what Pritch is going to be. You know, yeah, I'll, I'll say two and two. Either way. All right, I'm going to agree with Sway. I'm going to say two games that they win by 40 points and then two other games that they win close. 4-0, baby! <laughs> the fuck, man? Like what you did, Joe. They're going to win out? You really think that? No, I didn't say the whole... I said it the West Coast and then they're going to... The West Coast road trip. You think they went out the West Coast road trip? Yeah, the three games, the three games, and then... So, but, by this time, they should already have adjusted to the, the time difference. So then, then they go yeah. back to Boston. No, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not talking about adjusting the time difference. I'm talking about adjusting to winning games. That's know. what I'm saying. I think by now... The winning games. I think you by now, they will, they will have adjusted by the time they play the Clippers and then they'll be all right. You want to know why I think 4-0 has nothing to do with the time difference, nothing to do with that at all. Just has to do with this is when Tatum gets super Tatum. 
This is when he becomes all-star, top 10 player. We saw it in the Kings game. Like, if they had anyone healthy to play with Tatum, that they would have crushed that game. Guy almost put up a triple-double. He's about he's about ready to go. He's he's going Kobe on him right now. He's about to go Kobe on him right now on this little, like, 10 to 15-game stretch. He's going to he's gonna kick the fuck out Another- of the... Another reason. You, another reason uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna win out. Your boy traded for him, huh? I think we got him on the, on the squad now, huh, Sean? Jason Tatum, baby. That, yeah, you forget. You forgot. You forgot. Another reason I think they'll win out the rest of the West Coast games is because there's no back to backs going forward. Yeah. Well, there's a back to back Thursday, Friday Raptors Pistons, but we didn't look that far ahead. Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about there, Sean. So why are you looking even further ahead? Back to back. That up. The second half. All right. It's fucking gay. Good job, Sean. Let's wrap up this episode the same way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street. We take our trip around NBA with Joel's In Case You Missed It. 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 Joel, what did we miss? Look at here. Look at here. In Case You Missed It. The NBA, out of 482 players tested, nobody has tested positive for COVID-19. 483 is Rudy Gobert, so... Mr. COVID man, take that. Yeah, that fucker. But um, yeah, that's only it's there's only been one positive test in, over the last fourteen days. So take that for whatever it's worth until the All Star game happens, which is the uh, my next. Yeah, until they this that COVID doesn't exist for the All Star game. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. I, yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, you realize now that James Harden doesn't go to strip clubs anymore, COVID has you know kind of gone down a little bit here in the cases <clears throat> in the NBA. Listen, the Brooklyn strip clubs versus the Houston strip clubs. Nah, man, they're not letting them in. They're not letting them in. They're not. They're, they're like, no, you're gonna. You, we brought you here to fucking, you know, win games, and you're not gonna see any titties until we actually win a championship. Thanks. That's exactly what they they told them. In case you missed it, they're like, unless you're with Kevin, you ain't coming in. Kevin's like, no, I don't like those. Yeah, so the NBA and the uh, Players Association they've officially agreed to host the All Star Game on March 7th in Atlanta. Let's go. According to sources, you know, so, you know, sides are still finalizing the details, but uh, let's go. More than likely, it's going to be at the Hawks State Farm Arena, formerly Phillips Arena, right? Right there, Sean. Yep. yep. <laughs> He's like, yep, yep. That's we lost that deal a long time ago, man. It's unfortunate, but <laughs> we're still, still feeling the rest still, still from that. You know, we're still trying to get out of that. You know, should be there. I should be there as the ambassador. He goes first. First, it was that losing the, the arena in Atlanta, and then and then COVID just fucked everything up after that. Yo, how funny would it have been if it was like fucking Sean Dutra up there being like, and the uh, winner of the skills challenge, the Phillips skills challenge. <laughs> Sean Dutra's up there with fucking glass hardware. <laughs> I'd like to present this to John Collins. <laughs> The winner of the Phillips <laughs> Field Challenge competition. No, whoever's hosting that night is just like, uh, and uh, and from Phillips, the VP of Sales. <laughs> here to represent Phillips. <laughs> Sean Dutra. Congratulations to uh, John Collins for winning the uh, Slam Dunk. The you Phillips know, Phillips Slam Dunk competition. The bag, like, hey, congratulations, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, you're one of my favorites, by the way. Yeah, you know what you want to sell this. Yeah, 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 everybody, people on the Causeway Street talk ass, right? All over social media. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Yo, you know I would drop that shit. They're like, Yo, John, where Bad City at? No, I'm just playing. Uh, All right, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah, so everything. That- oh yeah. Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm not just saying like let's go. Like you know, what I'm saying like yeah, let's go. No, like let's go Causeway. 
all-star weekend. Come so, on, man. So Let's everything everything that's that plays in the building. Everything that happens in all-star weekend, they want to do it all in one fucking day. Okay? So I love it. I'm excited. It'll be the dunk contest, three point contest, all attached to the fucking all-star game on March seventh. Hell yeah. So um Magic City is that they, they have a they have a sale going on that day. Do they really? No, I'm just kidding. They probably will. Probably, probably, yeah. Two for one or some shit. I don't know. So the the first fans returns the uh, all star voting. Oh yeah. Yep. Have been uh you know plastered all over social media and uh Kevin, Kevin Durant Kevin Durant is uh leading all all votes and leading obviously the Eastern Conference and then is LeBron James leading all votes in the Western Conference. Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are fourth in their respective positions. Now, I got to say something about this. Whenever you're ready, man. Yeah, man. Kevin Durant is a forward. It's front court now. It's front court now. Front court, back court. That's how they do it. Front courts and guards. So, so it seems like it seems like it seems like what it seems like is that. Uh, what does it seem like? Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are going to start the All Star game, which seems very fishy to me. Well, my biggest problem is it's not it's not the Tatum part because the Tatum part makes sense because you got Greek Freak need to get the rant. Okay, Tatum's right next to them, right? But um, Jalen Brown, I'm sorry, he should be ahead of Kyrie Irving. He should be ahead of James Harden. He's had the best season to date. As a Celtic, basically since Larry Bird. Yeah, but the thing is, it's all the uh, attention that the three guys in in Brooklyn are getting. So you know, fans are fucking. I know. You know plus, and plus, it's not all fans, but I just hope Bradley Beal Bradley Beal pulls that out and and continues to be the number one guard because well, he has over two hundred. He leads all guards, and he has over two hundred thousand votes more than than Kyrie Irving, who's in second. But yeah, fuck last year. He got fucked last year, so yeah. yeah. So he's gonna he's gonna be an all star this year, regardless, and he's probably gonna be a starter, most likely the way things are going. So, no, I just hope that starting line. My my ideal starting lineup would be Beal, Brown, Tatum, Durant, and Bead. Okay, I, I ain't got no, I ain't got no beef with that. Sounds like sounds like a good good starting lineup. Greek freak, Greek freak. You know, if you're not. If you're, you know, I don't know. But I don't, they still haven't talked about details if they're going to do like the draft shit that they've been doing the last couple of years. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, they, yeah. So more details obviously are going to come as this shit goes on. So, yeah. Okay. Hey, you're, let, let, I like it. I like, I like the, the, the jam packed all star day. That's, that's dope. No, you know who I'm really looking forward to in the dunk contest? Miles Bridges. That guy has come out of nowhere as an extreme dunker. Okay. Okay, I like that. Right. I'm looking forward to him. As a, basketball, as a basketball fan, though, I like the whole concept that they're going with. As someone that, um, someone that believes that you know COVID is still running rampant, I don't no. think it's a good idea. No, it's not a good idea. It's a horrible idea. This is, this is you know awful because how much money is the NBA losing if there isn't an All Star game? Did you hear what Darren Fox said? What did Darren Fox say? No, what he said. He said it's a fucking stupid idea. Yeah, I, I, I'm not agree with him. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's not the obviously not the, not the smartest idea, but that, that's what it's about, man. It's about the bottom line at this point, whether that means gay or whether that means for owners, you know, you, you you think about 
the way the plane was before the season started, this isn't what they envisioned. They knew it would take some time, but I, I think the NBA figured that most arenas, at least by, I don't know, March or so, would have a plan in place to, to invite fans back. That's not the case. There's only a few arenas or a handful of arenas as opposed to all 30. The problem is what? Is there like extending the All-Star so like five days now? The players that don't make it to the All-Star game, what do they do during the normal All-Star break? What do they do? People usually go like to like the Bahamas and shit. Yeah, yeah they, they, that, was, that was reported. That they, they were Bahamas, uh, Virgin Islands, Puerto Rico, Hawaii. They, they're going yeah, to they, the Caribbean. They fucking travel. And mm. you know what? That's not a good thing for the NBA. Never mind you're going to have... Oh, I see where you're going with this. Never mind you're going to have the... Everyone's just going to scatter and then come back. Yeah, I got you. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, good point. You should just be like, okay, you know what we're going to do for the All-Star game? We're going to announce the All-Stars. And we're, and you know what? Sorry, we can't have a game this year. You can have a Pro Bowl in the summertime if you want to. <laughs> Pro Bowl. Like, just do it that way. If I go to fucking Hawaii. <laughs> You want to go to Hawaii after the season? Fine. But, like, let's get the season going. And also, also too, you know what? Yeah, like, you know the players are going to want that. They're going to be like, nah, man. Nah, I'm yeah, not going to shorten my summer. Yeah. You know, but for real, for real. Like, got eliminated, but, yeah, a couple of weeks, I see the All-Star. We know. Yeah. Like, All-Star break for, for, for players is, like, it's a it's a literally a break. Like I'm, I'm with you, Sean. I'm, I'm surprised because I, I thought that was going to be the case. You know, you, you get the honor. You're an All-Star with no game. And everyone just gets that break. But who's to say that people are going to be doing that regardless of Sean? You know, because they all have that that time off. Yeah, but I imagine the NBA was probably going to come up with something, you know, restriction-wise, because they already started doing that. With No, but what the NBA should have said is said, okay. Like, don't go out to, like, certain restaurants or don't, you know, go be in a, be in a room with more than 15 people. Like, yeah. they already have some some restrictions in place, Fucking and they're going, to keep, they're going to keep adding to it. Let's keep you in the city that you're in, at least. Let's keep you in the city that you're in. And if you want to... Like there's there's no all star game to go to, so you're okay. But like, if you want to go on a trip at the end of the year, then fine. We'll go to Tokyo. We'll go to the Olympics. <laughs> the all star game. Is, <laughs> the all star game is now the Olympics. <laughs> Wait, Sean's talking about this bad thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but there's bad things you could have done. But like, <laughs> now you <could> say, <laughs> it's like tell the Olympic committee, you know, to hold all the basketball games until we get the all star game out of the way. And then you can start the basketball game yeah. for the Olympics. Oh, or just make, make the make the Tokyo Olympics basketball team the fucking all star team, and you're fucking question. You know what I mean? We're fine. But you know what? I, you know what? Have, I'm also, have the team decline. Then what are you gonna do? And then when Jokic is like, I don't play for the United States. I so. know uh, exactly. Half the team, <laughs> half the team is gonna go to Greece. So then, <laughs> fucking Australia. Like, like, come on. But man. that's what I mean, yo, Joel. That's what I mean, though. You could you could figure it out. Croatia, you know. Like, hey, hey, everybody, the all-star team, if you make the all-star team and you're a United States person, you're on the Olympic team and you're going to Tokyo at the end of the season. <laughs> but my biggest thing is, like, Grant Williams, what the fuck? He's going to go to Tennessee. He's going to get COVID. He's going to come back. <laughs> nah, yo, he's going to go. He's going to go. He's going to live with Kemba again. They're going to, you know, they're going to they're gonna shock it up again. Yeah. What's he going to go to fucking alumni weekend or something? What yeah. Are you talking about? Talking I'm telling you, it's probably Stayuka. Stayuka? I knew you were going to say I knew you were going to fucking say that. <laughs> <laughs> fucking knew it, dude. He's like, no, he's going to... Like, like it's a guaranteed, like, a known fact. Yo, he's going to Stayuka in fucking Tennessee. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you, you know, when <laughs> dresses and they start wearing those leggings, you know, that's what you know. Fucking Third Eye Blind is going to be there. I know, I know. I know all about it. <laughs> I know all about it. Who can turn yeah, like that down? Who can turn that down? Freaking, it's, it's a grand 
from a freaking third eye blind show, I'd lose it. I'd lose my shit. No, but no. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Just like. So maybe bust out the guitar right now, bro. I'm in practice. No, I'm, just, I'm just trying to picture. I'm just trying to picture like Grant. Third eye blind, though. It's different now. What would be this generation third eye blind? Ed Sheeran. No, Ed Sheeran's still, he's still that dude. I don't know. The Jonas Brothers. Third Eye Blind was not that group when they. When maybe they were, Jonas Brothers, yeah. Jonas no. Brothers. Yeah. He had like a, like a semi washed group. Yeah. Oh, you know uh, what? You know what? No, he probably grew up listening to like Good Charlotte. And then Good Charlotte is coming to Oh, yeah. yeah. Sway. So Good what? Charlotte has a head. Simple plans. They do. They do. We talked about this. Remember, Sean? What? Good Charlotte. How, how- how that that like group of of rappers are heavily influenced by by that music? The shit that you, that you big time the emo emo scene emo scene yes. Either way, continue. What we miss? What the fuck we miss? Well, I mean, just uh, just some sad news here. Rest in peace, uh, John Cheney, you know, former coach of Temple, who passed away no. this Made past week. Game. Also, uh, has a um, cameo in uh, he got game, which I he watched. does. He does. That's a you know what. He got game. The best fucking basketball movie of all time. You know uh, what? You know what? I go back and forth between that and, and, and White Man Can't Jump, but I, I can, you can go with either one. With me, you can go with either one. What about the one with Tupac and the guy from... Um, Above the Rim? Above, Above the, the rim. rim. That's a good movie. I don't think it's the best, though. Top five. Okay. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there. I'm just going to throw this out there. All right? Throw it out there. Just don't hit me with it. I watched He Got Game the other day because of my infatuation with it when I was younger. Mm-hmm. But when I watch it today, I feel a lot differently about He Got Game as a movie. So Explain you, yourself. You think it didn't age well for you? It didn't age very well. Mm. And mm-hmm. maybe, or maybe it's not. No, yeah, I mean, Ray- we all knew Ray Allen can't act. Though. Yeah. But for me, though, it's not, I mean, obviously, it's not, it's not, it's not like top-notch acting overall in the movie from anybody, really. Except for Denzel, well, that, yeah, uh, but Denzel, Denzel, I know, but other than, that's, that goes without saying. But like, just I don't know. It still, it still, still gives me the the quote feels. As the kids say these days, it gives me the feels when I see the basketball scenes in that movie. Still, yeah, I mean, I hear you. I hear you one thousand percent. I one thousand percent do all the basketball scenes still hit, but there's not enough basketball scenes in that movie as you actually recollect as watching it as a as as you were younger. You know what I mean? Like when I watched it, I was like, "Wait, we're at the basketball scene right now." It's like this happened mad quick. And what are you talking about? Like you talking about the one on one at the end, or you're talking about just in general? Well, just in general, bro. Like there's there's not a lot of basketball scenes in that movie. Like it starts with basketball and it ends with basketball, but the whole middle is there's no basketball. Yeah, <laughs> just let's go. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, just think about it. Yeah. Watch it again. Watch oh, that's it again. why. That's why you know I go back and forth. Go, white man can't jump. White, can't, white man can't jump. There's all basketball. No, white man can't jump. I think. I think could be the best basketball movie of all time. I'm uh, have a soft spot for the one where he's got the the brother that dies and he's like a ghost. The six man. Get the fuck out of here. All right, uh, I'm gonna head out, guys. So. <laughs> Check us out on all uh, social media <laughs> platforms at Causeway Street. Um, Angels in the outfield, but it's basketball. You can add, you can add Sean at <laughs> Sean with an E. <laughs> Not Dutra. It doesn't matter if it's ghost basketball, as long as it's basketball, right? You take that 
over, you know, he got gay. He didn't have enough basketball. Bro, I didn't right. know what you were talking about for a split second until Sway was like, the six man, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm just When the jury was still out, if, 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 uh, if Marlon Wayne was an, a serious actor, I was like, what is he talking about? And then Sway was like, six man, bro. I was like, oh, dear Christ. Like, no. no. He dropped six man. He dropped like, the, the the one when he had like a, a superpower or something. Yeah, bro. But everyone's like, "Oh wait, no, you're not a good actor." Never mind, bro, bro, bro. I'm ashamed to say. Remember, we rented that shit at fucking Blockbuster, bro, thinking that it was gonna be like a, a decent yeah, movie. I, I know what you mean. I had that thing on Blockbuster for like I watched it three times because I was like, I would like this movie. I would I would have taken Eddie as better <laughs> as a better bro, bro. I would I would have loved to see Airbud over that shit. Yo. <laughs> No, no. There's no rule that says the dog can't play basketball. Put him up. <laughs> Put a jersey on him. Guys, can I tell you something? You're going to tell, tell me next, like Mike was another, another one, of, one of your favorites? No, like Mike wasn't one of my favorites, but I would love Air Bud. Basketball Pretty is my favorite sport. Love it. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't for the clown in Air Bud. Oh, you got to think about clowns? Is that what it is? No, that motherfucker. Who played the clown that tried to steal? Everything. You know, I can't deal with that guy, oh, man. man. Like real life, like oh, if I, wait, you want to see that he's clowns? That's what I just said, but he said he didn't. He didn't. He said no. He was. He's if not I one of those people. Uh, life, if I saw that guy in my real life, I would strangle him in the backyard. Did you used to get scared when uh, the theme song of Are You Afraid of the Dark ended? No, I. Think I just knew. <laughs> I, I think I've always just been good at like. The match, hey, that the match guy may kidnap you. The match and then the clown before the match. Oh yeah. No, I just I just always had a good vibe on like this guy may kidnap you. You know what I mean? Like you gotta find kidnappers. Nah, the dude with the beard used to freak me out. They and I'm not a nutbag guy. You know what was a good movie? Did you? I, the only reason why it's a good movie is because it it showed me how to like drink a little better. It's like uh, you're gonna say the air up there, are you? The new, the oh, the air up there with Kevin Bacon. I love that movie. All right, good. Then, then, then we're good. We're good. We're good. Then we're good. All right. I you love sa- the- you. Saved yourself. You saved yourself. No. Uh, okay. Honestly, the Six Man is up there for me just because it's like a fucking nostalgic shit. But if I'm gonna go with it, well, then that's how I feel about He Got Game. It's a nostalgic thing from my childhood, not not because I think it was like great acting, other than Denzel. Bro, I, I hear you one thousand percent. It's like it's like White Man Can't Jump, He Got Game. But it's not acting for you. It's it's just a lack of basketball, which is fair. It's right? fair. No, you're right. Like you you <laughs> saying that, I thought about. it. I was like, yeah, you're right. There is barely any basketball in it. But I but I thought, and none of the games none of the games matter. They're all yeah, pickup. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not like yeah. He, he's already ascended and he's already going off to college. Yeah. But like the yeah. the best the best film the best scene in that movie to me is the uh, the instrumental the oh, yeah. they're playing they're going back and forth and just fucking around and that's why that movie. The reason, the reason why I became a fan of Ray Allen was because of that movie. Because I just, I just, yeah, think, no. I think he had the prettiest shot ever. All right, the best basketball movie of all time, hands down, is Eddie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering if you heard me say that. I, I say thought that. you're gonna say, I thought you're gonna say fucking Celtics Pride or some shit. Yeah. Youngest, youngest <laughs> don't know. Yo, Celtics. Celtics Pride. Yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Yo, the real life Celtics probably could happen this year <laughs> if it's Utah. Utah keeps doing what they're doing and fucking the Celtics go to the finals. Can you imagine that shit? Can you imagine Jokic as Damon Waynes? <laughs> Jokic doesn't play for the Jazz, bro. What's wrong with you? That would never happen. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, <laughs> Gobert is Damon Waynes. Gobert. Yeah, you cut off. Cut off. <laughs> wrong foreign dude, bro. <laughs> nah, fuck. They're all fucking foreign. All right, that's our cue. Yeah, we yeah. We're going <laughs> to. 
Nah, for Without real. Patreon. The conversation continues. Yeah, yeah. Hit up Patreon. Subscribe. <laughs> hit up CrossTheStreet.com. Yeah, fire. Trust me. Trust me. Before, before and after we spoke to Kyle, it's hilarious. Yeah. I was saying, for real, watch Coach Carter. Oh, that's <laughs> another good one. Yeah, bro. That's like that's like top three right there, bro. That probably be my number three. That's a good movie, but people, I don't know, man. Some people have it way too high on their list of good movies. It's not higher than three. Okay. Definitely right. not higher. All right. All right. Cool. All right. Yeah. Some people, some people debate that that's, that's, yeah. that could be number one. Yeah. It's, 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 he got game. White man can't jump wherever, whatever you want to switch it, swap it out. I have no issues with that. And then coach. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not often you get Dan Aykroyd in one half of the sticky bandits in one movie. Okay. <laughs> Very true. Very true. I must put some peace out. I'm going for the dunk and I've never been a punk Make your girl call me punk Straight to the hoop and I know how to shoot If you want to know the truth then you better get the scoop Coming out the mess with the mic in my fist And everybody's living so you know I got a pimp